Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it. If you can, leave us a review. It really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out. Definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters. What's going on, everybody? It's Mike Colo here with the Life of a Fighter podcast. We got episode 49, just about to come up on episode 50. And we got some fun stuff actually planned for the 50th episode. So I want you guys to definitely be uh, paying attention to that one. We're going to do some giveaways. We're going to do some cool announcements. We're going to do some kind of give backs and thank yous to you guys uh, for following us, the audience, all that good stuff. So definitely check in on the 50th episode. But right now we're on the 49th. So before we dive into it, I'll kind of do a brief overview of what we're about to cover and all that fun stuff. Okay. But before I even break that down, as always, follow us on social media at Life of a Fighter on Twitter, at The Life of a Fighter on Instagram and on Facebook. Just go facebook.com forward slash Life of a Fighter. If you can't get any of that for whatever reason, lifeofafighter.com. We have all our social media accounts on there. And obviously, that's more than likely where you're listening to this podcast. If not on iTunes, you can subscribe to us on there. That's all the fun stuff. We'll get that out of the way. Now let's break down our next episode, our next kind of like series of podcasts. Last uh, few episodes we were covering counting calories and the myth of it and it being debunked, we're still going to cover um, some of the benefits of counting calories, but I actually want to put together a little bit more information for you guys on that. So until then, we're going to push that off a little bit. We did cover our anti-inflammatory uh, kind of diet food listings on our last podcast. That was a nice kind of segue or break from some of the infographics we were covering. And our newest infographic is going to be for our busy professionals out there, a very high percentage of our clientele, uh, and really just the audience and, and people that are going to be into health and fitness aren't really going to be athletes. They're going to be the busy professional, the busy student, someone that doesn't really have a lot of time or may not think that they have a lot of time. So we have an infographic bundle specifically talking to you guys, nutrition and fitness for our busy professionals. Okay, We're going to break it down into a three-part series, so more than likely we're going to do three episodes of this spanning 49, 50, and 51. And the first part what we're going to cover is three steps to fix a broken diet. That's what we're going to go over today. Our next episode after that, we're going to cover how to stay in shape when you're busy. Obviously, that's going to be a huge one. And then the third one, the power of sleep. And that by itself is going to be a lot of fun to talk about, and I think very important. So all that being said, let's dive into the first topic. Now, before we dive into that first topic, I just got a couple announcements for you guys, some things that I wanted to kind of just put out there. So April 1st is going to be the end of our Pro Coach Program promotion and giveaway. So for those of you asking, hey, Mike, what are we talking about? So we recently launched a 12-month or a year-long program. We're calling it our Pro Coach Program. And we have different packages and different things included, but the basic program is going to be a nutrition-based and training-based program where we give you daily lessons on some educational things that we want you to learn, weekly habits to go over, 
And that's going to really increase the success rate for you to hit your goals. All right, we customize these habits and our lessons according to you, the individual, our client. Okay, we're not just going to spit out a template and saying, okay, this kind of works for people across the board. No, we're customizing it specifically to you and your needs. So what does that mean? That means that, again, we're having daily lessons that are going to educate you on topics related to your weekly habit. And every other week, we're going to give you a new habit so long as you've been actually executing your current habit. So instead of giving you five or six or ten different things to worry about, like going to the gym X, Y, and Z days, eating X, Y, and Z things, drinking X amount of fluids, doing certain types of supplementation, all those things are different habits by themselves. So what we're going to do is we're going to tackle it one habit at a time. And the whole point of me saying all this is that we're gonna, we've been giving away the first three months when you sign up for free because we want to show you guys what the program's all about. If you're kind of curious about it, you're not sure, sign up for it. It's on the website, lifeofafighter.com. Go to the membership tab, Pro Coach Membership. The first 12 weeks or three months are on us. All you got to do is sign up for it. And then from there, if you like it, you can continue. Boom, it's $179 a month. And that's going to, again, include all the custom meal planning, training, all that good stuff. And we even have some private training for those that are um, in an area where we have private clients. Anyways, so that's one of the big announcements that I wanted to give you guys a heads up on. Come April 1st, we're taking that offer down. It's no longer going to be on the table, so I highly recommend taking advantage of it while we still have it. Another announcement, I've been saying this, but um, the book that I was featured in, Remarkable Health and Fitness, Conversations with Nutrition and, and Fitness Professionals is out. You can get it on Amazon. We have the link up on lifeofafighter.com forward slash shop. I really appreciate the support. So far, we've been a, able to be in the top 10 for our health and fitness category, and we've been selling really well. And everything that we sell on Kindle on Amazon right now, we're donating to uh, Junior Achievements, which is a non-for-profit for entrepreneurs and Anyone that wants to just get involved in business in rural cities, areas, basically underprivileged and impoverished areas that don't really have the opportunities that I myself may have had or other entrepreneurs may have had coming from a background of business or coming from actual opportunities. So I think it's a really good thing to give back to. Okay, and then the last thing is we're going to be having our printed copies coming out soon. You're going to see that in Barnes and Nobles. We're going to do a press release soon. That's really exciting. And we have some really cool partnerships also coming up, but I'm going to save those announcements just for a little bit. So that's all the kind of announcements, fun stuff, promos, all the things I want to get out of the way. Now let's dive into our three steps to fixing a broken diet. And the first thing we're going to look at is identifying and hopefully removing nutritional deficiencies. So when we talk about nutritional deficiencies, we can A, talk about obviously our macronutrients, fats, carbs, and proteins, but nine times out of 10, when we really talk about nutritional deficiencies, we're talking about our micronutrients, the vitamins and the minerals, okay? Because more than likely, you're not gonna be deficient in total calories from what we've seen across the board we as a society tend to eat way more than we need to. And what we really want to do is start to lock down, all right, how can we redirect some of those eating habits into paying more attention into the micro scale, the, the vitamins and minerals, and less on the macro scale. Okay, so dietary deficiencies are more common than you think. I would put all of my money on every single listener across the board listening to this episode right now, you have some kind of nutrient deficiency, whether it's uh, iodine, vitamin D, zinc, uh, we have vitamin C, vitamin B, magnesium, omega-3s, protein, iodine. These, I can go, the list goes on and on. We have some form of it. Okay. And before I go any further, 
in case you guys are wondering, Mike, where, where are we getting this infographic from? Well, A, you can go to the link right below this episode. takes you right over to it. You can download it. Or you could just go to lifeofafighter.com forward slash nutrition and fitness for busy professionals. That's going to be our, our link for it. If you have a hard time finding it, again, we'll have a link in this episode. We'll have a pop-up window. You just put your email in. We'll send you the infographic. You can get it for free. Um, also, right now, up until April 1st, part of our Pro Coach program is you get access to content. So we have the article private right now. And if you have a login, you can just log in and access it. So you may not even need the email. Either way, you can go onto the blog, find the uh, infographic under our infographics tab. You can access it that way or just go and, and put your email in and we'll send it to you that way. So that's, uh, again, before I go on a whole other tangent. So step one, we have our nutrient deficiencies. We're going to look at some of those nutrient deficiencies. And on our infographic, we give a list, whether it's for athletes, they're going to have a little bit of a different nutrient deficiency. Obviously, they're a little bit more physically active and they may not be recovering the same way. They may be pushing their bodies a little bit harder than the more common individual. So we're going to have different nutrient deficiencies as opposed to a student, a busy professional, or even someone that's been on a fad diet or something of a more popular recent diet. We're going to have deficiencies more than likely there as well. And an interesting stat that I want to read off to you guys is we have some percentages by the U.S. population of nutrient deficiencies. So 86% of the U.S. population is vitamin E deficient, 75% folate deficient, 73% calcium deficient, 68% magnesium deficient. So when we talk about calcium, magnesium specifically, those are electrolytes. So especially for our athletes, but even for the student, busy professional, anyone across the board, if you're not taking in enough electrolytes, obviously your hydration levels are going to be off. You're not going to be properly hydrated. And that affects not only physical performance, but we're also going to look at some mental and cognitive performance benefits or potential hindrances depending on if we're staying hydrated or not. So that's really important. And that's just a couple of the, the nutrients that we're going to be deficient in from a recent survey that was done by uh, our partners over at Precision Nutrition. So I just wanted to read that out to you guys. And you can, again, you can go into the details when you look at the infographic. Okay. So the next thing we're going to look at is knowing our deficiencies, and then we're going to try and create a game plan on how do we go about solving them. Excuse me. So more specifically, we could hypothetically say, based on certain symptoms, we might have a deficiency, and you can see those on our micronutrient uh, cheat sheet that, again, is on the blog. It's one of our most popular articles. We talk about nutrients, and we also talk some of the symptoms associated with being deficient in it, and then also some of the benefits that those nutrients have in our body. But more specifically, what we can offer, you can even go to your doctor for, is you can do blood, saliva, and urine testing. I personally do blood work at least every quarter to make sure whether it's a nutrient panel, I'm where I need to be. And the one nutrient I actually was deficient in was vitamin D. So that's something that you're going to see. I think it's 88 or 92% of the population that wasn't even listed on our other stat is going to be deficient in vitamin D, especially come the wintertime for our East Coasters, Northeast, um, or anyone that's really not in the warmer weather come wintertime when we have seasonal changes. You're going to be inside more. You're not going to have as much vitamin D, so that's going to have an impact there. But you can go to your doctor, or you could actually go to health professionals such as ourselves. We can have the blood work done for you. We can have it analyzed by our clinical nutrition and doctors, and then we can make recommendations 
for you based on what we're seeing. And what I highly recommend is to be honest, a traditional MD or traditional physician, they will do blood work, but the, the panel that they will implement and the numbers that they will evaluate may not exactly be optimized numbers. They may have a spectrum and a range for you what's quote unquote healthy, but for you really to be optimized, you might even be more deficient than what you're seeing. So even though really in my blood work panel, according to my doctor, I wasn't deficient in anything. When I really looked at it with my with our clinical nutritionist and we looked at it with another one of our doctors, I was vitamin D deficient based on the numbers we were seeing. So that's just to give you a little bit more detail that you may want to get a little bit more of a professional opinion when you're doing your testing for your deficiencies. Okay, and again, we looked at some deficiencies. Here's some other common deficiencies some of our clients had and some Precision Nutrition, our partner Precision Nutrition clients had. Water, obviously that's a key one because we talked about it. Again, if we don't have our electrolytes, we're going to be deficient in water. We're not going to be properly uptaking that. Uh, vitamin minerals across the board, that's a pretty broad statement, but it's an important one to cover. Protein, believe it or not. Um, women more than men, honestly. Women are are going to be a little bit more afraid of protein and also from what we've seen weight training in general and that's other reasons that we'll cover on another time and then essential fats but more specifically epa and dha those are going to be the fats found more in our seafood or higher fish fat content a little bit less in our saturated fats and our meats whether it's red meat uh you know poultry anything like that not to say that the Fats in our poultry and our meats aren't as important, but what we've seen is EPA and DHA specifically a little bit more deficient. Okay, where can we begin on correcting these deficiencies? That's what we're going to cover right after it. Obviously, drinking more fluids, that's a pretty common one, but not just drinking more fluids, but making sure we have electrolytes in our fluids. So whether it's putting some lemon juice in there, whether it's actually using, I don't know, excuse me, some sea salt. And happening in your food, so when you're drinking, your body's going to actually be absorbing and taking in that water and that hydration. When we're looking at vitamins and minerals, obviously we're eating more foods rich in vitamins and minerals. We'll cover a little bit more detail on what some of those specific foods are in the infographic. For protein, obviously we're going to eat more foods with higher protein content. Whether you're a regular-based diet, we can go to more meats cheeses, fishes, things like that. Or if you're more of a vegetarian vegan base, we can look at some plant-based sources for it. It doesn't mean that you should be protein deficient. You should still be able to get all the protein needs for your body. And again, when we're looking for essential fats, taking in more from whether it's a fish, fish oil, algae oil, krill oil, supplementation. Ideally, we want to start with the food first and then start to kind of implement supplementation as a secondary, but that's not going to be our first step or our first solution. Okay. Step two, we're going to adjust the food amount and food type. Okay. So especially when we're looking at deficiencies, if we can eat more foods that are nutrient dense, such as fruits and vegetables, obviously we're going to make up for a lot of that slack. But an interesting point that we're going to look at is not everyone's going to eat the same. And even how we break it down by body type, there's a tremendous crossover blend and variation of these body types. You're not just going to be uh, type 1, type 2, or type 3 broken down in our infographic. For type 1, also known as our ectomorph, a more skinnier frame that's going to be harder for you to gain weight. You're trying, probably like a, a hard gainer trying to put on muscle mass. And there's, again, a lot of kind of variations across the spectrum of this. Uh, we give you our carbs, protein, and fat breakdown. We're going to look at about 55% of your diet coming from carbs, 
25% of your diet coming from protein, 20% of your diet coming from fat. And again, the the really cool thing about this, and we covered on the last couple episodes in our last infographic, is I don't want you guys counting calories. What we're going to use is our hand as a reference guide to get these percentages. And we talk about that in, in the infographic, whether it's for a guy, two palms of protein, two fists of vegetables, three cupped hands of carbs, and one thumb of fat, or for our females, one palm of protein, one fist of vegetables, two cupped handfuls of carb-dense foods, and a half a thumb of fat-dense foods. Okay, That's going to be for our ectomorph body type. Now we have our mesomorph or type 2 body type, which is going to be naturally more athletic, a little bit more geared towards having muscle mass on your frame. It's going to be You can put on fat, but more than likely, you're looking athletic and you're going to stay lean. So we're going to be mindful of not gaining fat, but also optimizing our muscle tissue and taking advantage of our metabolism. Again, we break down our macronutrient ratios as well as our serving size based on our hands. So for the carbs, we have 40% carbs, 30% protein, 30% fat. And then we have our servings of food. Again, you can check that in the infographic. I'm not going to break all of that down for each individual example. That's what the infographic's for, guys. So check that out. And then our third type, mesomorph, which is even what I categorize myself into, naturally going to be a heavier frame. Uh, naturally going to be focused on losing fat. I find it a little bit easier to gain weight, gain muscle, and harder to stay lean, relatively lean at least year-round. So that's a big focus for me. Excuse me. And our ratio, our macronutrient ratio, is 25% carbs, 35% protein, 40% fat. So if you notice, it's going to be a little bit more focused on the higher fat, medium protein range, lower carbs. Okay, and each one of these is, again, on a spectrum. They're not just a cookie-cutter template. This is to give us a reference, okay? So you may even be a mesomorph, endomorph blend, which is even what I may consider myself. Or maybe you're an ectomorph, mesomorph, and you're athletic, you are lean, but you'd like to put on more ma- mass and more muscle and you're finding it a hard time. Maybe a wide receiver would be a good category for this in football. Or um, obviously an endomorph would be an offensive lineman. A mesomorph would be maybe a running back. Ectomorph, that, you're really not going to see too many ectomorphs on the high level of football. Again, we might even go wide receiver or cornerback or defensive back. But nine times out of ten, they're going to be a crossover between that mesomorph-ectomorph blend because they're not going to have the mass necessary for football if they make it to that high level. Or even in fighting, we're going to see a 5'10 fighter fighting a 135. That's probably going to be our ectomorph body type style. Okay, so without getting too much into all that, this just to give you an idea, guys, of we need to start to change our food habits, food types, and the amounts based on A, our goals, B, our body types, and C, also our nutrient deficiencies, whether it's macronutrient or micronutrient. And again, whether you go to your local doctor, you go to a health professional, obviously I highly recommend you go to us. That's what we created these services for. Doing blood work, cross-board, panel, having an evaluation, making food recommendations, we have all of that that we can do for you guys. You can go to our shop, look for that under our Pro Coach program, or you can just email us, reach out to us, social media. That's what we're here for. Okay, and our third step to fixing a broken diet, diet is we're going to fine-tune the details. So we figured out, okay, we're starting to nail down. This is my nutrient deficiencies. I got that. Great. Now we know where we got to improve. I also know, all right, this is relatively my body type. And honestly, 
You might not be able to do that on your own. That's where, again, the health professional comes in. And we can say, okay, from what we're seeing from some of our evaluations and from our assessments, we're seeing you kind of on the spectrum of maybe mesomorph, ectomorph blend, or endomorph, mesomorph blend. Wherever you are on the spectrum, we'll help you identify that. And this is where the third step comes in and fine-tuning those details and looking at, okay, I understand my deficiencies. I understand the food amounts, and I understand the food types. Now let's also figure out how often should I eat? Should I be cycling calories and carbs depending on the day? Am I exercising that day? Am I not exercising that day? And what should I eat before, during, or after exercise? And are, are those an important are those important questions I should be even worrying about? So going back, how often should I be eating? As long as we eat the right foods and the right amounts, meal frequency is a matter of personal preference. Okay, relatively. So what we mean by that is the more research that comes out, very interestingly, unless you're a very high-level athlete, it's less about the frequency of your meals, how much you eat. Yes, when we look at blood sugar and insulin levels, that will be a factor for sure. But we really shouldn't be eating too many carbohydrate-dense, sugary-dense foods in the first place to spike our insulin or first spike our blood sugar and then have a reaction of spiking our insulin. Okay, so going back to how often should I be eating? That's up to you, and we're going to help you decide that by monitoring your daily and weekly rate of success and seeing, okay, what's working for you, what's not. That's where we have to be a little give and take. There's no perfect one set answer, so that's going to take a little bit of time to monitor, and we're going to teach you how to do that with our Pro Coach program. Should I be cycling calories and carbs? I'm a huge fan of both calorie and carbohydrate cycling for myself, but again, I'm a fighter, I'm an athlete, I'm going to be competing, I need to monitor my weight, and I'm also monitoring my performance based on my caloric intake. If, on the other hand, let's say you're, again, going back to our busy professional, you may not need this as much, and if you do, the cycling may not be as extreme. So on days that we're exercising, we should be eating more, of course, especially on weight training days, high intensity days, we're going to be taking up our starchy carb intake from a regular baseline of where we would normally be. And then if let's say we're sitting behind the desk all day, we're not lifting that day, it's an active recovery day, it's an off day, it's a light cardio day, that's where we're going to focus more on protein, vegetables, higher healthy fats, like we said, our EPA, our DHA, good sources of those fats, and really not taking in too many extra starchy carbs because that's just going to be more than likely stored as fat and not really utilized. So that's an important part for, yes, we can carb cycle, we can calorically cycle, but more based on our activity of that day, not just randomly cycling on random days. There's a very calculated approach to it. So I recommend on higher intensity days, we take our carbohydrate intake up, especially based around the workouts. Close to the workouts is when you should have your carbs because that's when you need them. And then the rest of the day, you can kind of go back to your baseline routine. So Going to the third little part to wrap up in our third step is what should I eat before, during, or after exercise? And again, workout nutrition isn't as important unless you're a competitive athlete, elite athlete, and a high level, okay? Or again, if we're a bodybuilder, physique competitor, uh, uh, to me, those are all athletes in one way, shape, or form. We all are looking to strive towards optimizing performance, whether it's aesthetically, whether it's total weight whether it's endurance training or whether it's in a specific skilled sport, those are still going to be um, performance-based things. So if we are looking at that, 
eating one to two hours before and after a workout. Again, that depends on how your body digests it. That's going to be a little bit more on how you feel and you're going to feel that out. I recommend starting two hours out and then creeping up a little bit closer and see how close you can get it to your workout and how good you feel and find that range in that spectrum. And then during the exercise, this is another important part of properly staying hydrated, having the right branch chain amino acids coming in, having the right electrolytes coming in, and having the right combination of potential protein and carbs, depending on if you're an ectomorph, you're probably going to be drinking a protein to carb drink during your workout so that you're not going to be really losing or taking a step backwards. But again, that's where it depends on body type, nutrient deficiencies, and overall goals and where we're at. But for the most busy professionals, this isn't going to be as important. And then after our meal, obviously one to two hours afterwards, there's been a lot of talk about this uh, hypertrophy and atrophy window right after the workout. And there's been more studies coming out more recently, especially showing that it's less of a 30 minute to an hour window. It might, we might have long, we might have two hours, three hours, and it may be less important to force food down in that first 30 minutes. And actually I would rather, and I was talking about this with a fighter friend of ours, it's getting ready for a fight. I'd rather see you take longer, let's say an hour to two hours, and get quality food in than rush in the first 30 minutes and just put in crap into your body just so you got something into your body after a workout. It's not going to do you as good, okay? Unless, again, you're an ectomorph and you're having a hard time gaining weight and you just want to put on size, and then we got to just force food down your mouth and get you taking those calories, getting in the nutrients. That's a different story. But we're even then still going to take into consideration quality foods because – even if you're really skinny, your gut health is going to become important, your joint health, all the nutrient uptake, all the things that come along with that. That's all important. So we're not going to ignore that. All right, guys. So kind of just jump through that first step. Again, we're going to break this down to a three-step series. The next step is going to be how to stay in shape when you're busy. So now we kind of covered knowing our nutrient deficiencies, how we're going to kind of tackle that plan, looking at our quote-unquote broken diet. Next, we're going to look at from the training perspective, and even just staying in shape while we're busy, the commute, all that, we'll break that down. And then on the third episode, obviously, like I said, we're going to cover the power of sleep, how important that is, and all the things we need to cover. So that's going to cover it for this episode of the Life of Fighter Podcast Fighters. I appreciate you taking the time. Again, I hope you got something away from this. Please leave a comment if you have any questions. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review on iTunes. Leave a review on the website. Leave comments. Give us some feedback. Check us out on social media. Again, it's facebook.com forward slash life of a fighter on twitter at life of a fighter on instagram at the life of a fighter we got our pro coach program out uh, until april 1st you can still sign up for it free for three months again i highly recommend you take advantage of that guys you get access to content as well as the pro coaching program as well as our accountability coach and the check-ins and the habits and the daily lessons all that great stuff and then we have again the remarkable uh fitness health and fitness conversations book that's out on Amazon now. It's out on Kindle. We have it on the website. I'm probably going to be even doing um, a free sample of my chapter of the book on the website at some point so you guys can check for that. And we'll have some more fun announcements to come. Make sure you check for the 50th episode on our next podcast because, again, we're going to have more giveaways, maybe some clothing giveaways, some other promotional stuff will go on. Give a big thanks to you guys. Thanks for supporting us. And until then, I'll catch you guys later. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for 
watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it y'all. See you on the next one.